Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Morris. With me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama. Long pause. Different different spacing Jared. of the pause this time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we just did our show and tell on Instagram Live. Yes. I, it's been a long time since we recorded one of those. I feel like that one went pretty well. I'm excited to start doing this again more regularly. Yeah, I noticed our numbers are dropping off on people who are tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you pay attention to that after the fact? Like, you know, you can post it and it goes in your stories. Yeah. Or, yeah I mean, yeah. Not your sto- your stories or your, your regular feed. Yeah. And you can see those numbers too, right? Yeah. No, so that I think we get more people that watch it after Do the you, fact than live. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you check into the later and see like okay this week we talked about this and we got this many people to watch it uh after the fact i think we've slowly received less and less views as they've gone on (laughs) so that's a bad sign (laughs) Uh, but you know what i'm trying to figure out is like a balance i think uh what i try and what i did for this one is i think we need to do a product shot at the end so that we're both holding Mm. up our thing because otherwise it just looks like that'll be that'll be like the thumbnail yeah because that's what i don't have so in this case it was just me holding up the item because we don't have one we're both holding up our things but i think that helps show like this is the video about this and and things like that it's just you know these things take a long time to sort of get going so do you like so i haven't done this because it's all been through your channel so i can't see like the logistics before and after we record Mm, yeah can you is there a way to like if either one of us were to design like a title card to put that in or does it only pull from the video content there are a couple factors here one i'm extremely lazy and i say i'm going to look into this (laughs) stuff and i never do and two instagram is changing daily it feels like right like things are bumping around um so when i right when we finish this video uh, and I hit stop record, it, it forces you to make a decision right then and there, uh, delete it or post to your IG, uh, mm-hmm. IG store or IG video, whatever. Now I'm doing this from stories and I don't know if that's making a difference, but I think you have to, right? Like I go to stories and then I select live and then we start filming. I don't get an option there to save the video. It's just, you can just post it to IG, um, IG live. Uh, but I don't know how else we would, would do that. So in that moment, I have to make all these decisions, write up the, the entry <laughs> and give it a title and find the the thumbnail I want to use and post it because you otherwise you'll lose it if you just let it go. So uh, I should probably, why don't you research that for me, Mark? <laughs> let, mm. me let me know. So we'll, top, we'll to top of list. The other thing, uh, again, this is all exciting stuff for a podcast. Uh, I can't figure out my audio. Why is my audio so quiet on there? And yours is like booming. I cannot I, figure I it cannot. out. So I recorded the last few in a pretty contained room and me it too. has carpet? hard floor. Oh, no, oh, no carpet. Floor. So I'm wondering like if it's, I don't know, my voice is echoing and bouncing and like it's more, I don't know, booming because of the, my surroundings. Yeah. It's not that like I'm sitting any closer because we're both about the same distance. So if anyone out there has any clues about recording <laughs> IG videos and raising the audio and don't send me stupid ideas like turn up the volume or something like that. Like I, uh. I've tried all that stuff. I turned stereo recording off to see if that would help 
like focus the mic, you know, so it's not mm. trying to record everything. I feel like, I don't know, maybe you're just, you have a little mousy voice. Did you ever consider that? Okay, so what else are we going to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> mousy voice. Uh, you don't like that? Nasal um, okay. voice. Yeah. So this past Friday, and thank you for pointing this out to me, mm. it was National Cookie Day. Ah, good day. It's better than Christmas. Very exciting. I, you, you know me, I love a good gimmick. Um, and and I you love, love cookies. I do love cookies. I, I mean, I, obviously I've heard of this. It's not like a serious or real holiday, but everybody Whoa. posts on National Cookie Day in their Instagram feeds and stuff like that. You don't have to but take down this, someone else's religion just because. <laughs> hey, if anybody's religion, <laughs> it, this is mine. Um, <clears throat> but so, okay, I'm going to jump all over the place here for this yes. story. Every year... So what day is it? It's, I think, December 30th for the past three, maybe four years. I do an all-day in the movie theaters movie watch. Yes, exactly. So, like, literally, for as long as I can handle it, we start either, like, 9 or 10 in the morning and just go through until we can't handle it anymore. Sounds um, awful. It's, it's been, like, five or six movies the past three or four years. Terrible. I love it, and I would continue doing it this year. Unfortunately, that is not an option for obvious reasons. So in lieu of this movie marathon day, I decided to start a new tradition, yes. which is the cookie crawl. And so I, I wanted to actually talk to you about this. So if this is a new tradition for me mm -hmm. um, and other friends and family may participate with me in oh. years moving forward. Um, so like a pub crawl is a thing and that makes sense because you can't drive if you're drinking and the idea is you're going to walk to all these different bars, right? Right, you go right. To different bars. If I wanted to produce or like <laughs> do this cookie crawl thing where it's the idea is similar to the pub crawl where you go to all these different cookie establishments throughout the day, I wanted, I can't figure out a way to like make it more fun and last more than like 30 minutes just driving to different cookie places. And then well, we should IG, IG live every stop, right? And then you, you say you say where you are so and what it is. And then do you we can do like like 10 different cookie spots and like eat one at each? So let me before we go into this, let me say what I did this year. So I picked three different places to buy cookies from. I went to our friends over at Doe and Arrow, who we've Hooray. had a number of different events at. And your cookie illustrations, um, like cookie cutouts for photo ops, are still on display there. <laughs> um, so I went there. That was the first stop. I got probably too many cookies there because if you're trying to eat like a number of cookies, you got to pace yourself. And I think I got like a dozen at the first stop. It's a good stop. already. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's already a bad move if I'm trying to like eat a bunch of cookies in one day. So I went there and then just a few blocks from there is another bakery called Black Market Black Market Bakery. Um, and I picked up a handful of cookies there. Where then is where on, is Black Market? Is that over in that little center? Uh, it's literally like by your work, by your a, old work? A few a few blocks away from Doe and Arrow. Oh, okay. Like maybe even one block. You could that is within walking distance. Was it in that taco where that taco place is? Yes. We, okay. I, yes. I, I yes. Yes. 
Um, and then on the way after we went to those two, on the way back, I went to uh, this is not a cookie place, but they have pretty good cookies there, Urban Plates. Mm-hmm. So there's three places I went to. I picked up a bunch extra so I can make a stop over to your house. And then I got extra for my mom as well. Aww. I told my mom about this. So she went off and got her own batch of cookies to give to me. Aww. So that's a fourth cookie place that I had. So I've got like an un- just a ridiculous amount of cookies. But like if we were to do this one year... Should it be like every participant picks one or two cookie places and we just go to like an all day event? Yes. The other. (laughs) Well, the other issue is like you literally I mean, you could, but you would feel awful and probably get some diabetes if you just eat cookies for an entire day. Well, you can throw like lunch in there in the middle, you know, <laughs> like 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 if you ate at Urban Plates, you know, you can eat a healthy meal, right. but then say we're going to eat the cookie too. Uh, that's not that bad. I mean, you know, look at look at what you could do at Disneyland in a day, right? It's not that you're eating constantly, right. but you're, right. you're eating a lot of crap in a day. And it's one day, so you can kind of prep. Mm for the for the one day but it's smack dab in the holiday season right it's not not one day it's it's one of many days well yes but you can plan you can plan i don't know like this year's a good year because we're not doing as much eating i don't think or maybe you are doing more i can't tell do you want to end it with baking our own cookies or is this Mm. all going out and getting other people's i think it would be going out and getting other because otherwise it changes the idea of it right like baking your own everyone can do that everyone knows how to do i think it's a way of sort of promoting local businesses and cookies and things like that uh, that people wouldn't normally know of otherwise it's like well i can do the break and bake myself at home who cares like we know what that Mm -hmm. tastes like um so i think it'd be fun to do do something like that especially because there are actually a lot of bakeries and if you really expanded the area there's a lot of different bakeries you can well, go to and try. Well, that's what some I was thinking. Things. You could do like if you want to make it an entire day. So I just went to what was local and relatively close to where I live. If you want to open it up and do an entire day, you could do like all of Orange County and or all of LA and just pick a bunch of space or spots within I don't know, uh, a reasonable distance. So, you so can, yeah, you could I think turn it into an entire day. What would be good about that too with a bunch of people is if you get a bunch of people to do it. And I don't know how you would exactly do this, or you can just <laughs> say, we're going to hit these certain places at certain times. Maybe people can join in at, you know, at certain destinations. So they're not all caravanning. I don't, I don't know how you do that. Oh, um, you know what? I just had a potentially good idea. So, you know, they have Ink- Inktober has their drawing prompts. Yeah. And like you say, okay, do this this day, do this this day. We could do probably we could try and like partner with some of these cookie places and do like the official Squared Co. cookie crawl. Yeah, and absolutely. have some sort of like a button or a thing. Yes, at each one of the spots. So like, come get your Jared cookie button at this place, and then get your pretend friends cookie button at this place. So you're promoting both, you know, the artists and going out to get these cookies at these specific establishments. You shouldn't really mm. be talking about this online. You should be doing this offline. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> we actually so talked about, we talked about something like this before, yeah. like doing it with like pizza or burgers or, mm-hmm. or anything or donuts. I think it was donuts that I wanted to do something like this for. So yeah, that'd be, we could do t-shirts. Uh, we could oh, do all kinds of shit. stuff. Um, and Man. then just say cookie crawl 20, 
2021. When this, oh. when the idea of doing something like this won't be like terrifying. Well, you uh, could you could do it this year. I mean, thirty people died going... in the recent cookie crawl thing. That <laughs> not wearing but if masks. You're just, if you're just going to pick it up, it's still well. I doable. think your problem though was doing a dozen at one spot. You shouldn't ever do that. Right. Unless you want to just give them away or something like that. But yeah, you should go there, try one of them, or each of us try a different thing and yeah. break it up or something like that. We figure out. Did you details. have, um, a, of the batch that I gave you, mm. did you have a favorite? The peppermint frosted one was by far my favorite. Very kind of mm. subtle, not too sweet. Um, but that was my my favorite one. I really like that one too. I would have liked so instead of having like literal peppermint, it's like a candy cane peppermint uh, candy sprinkled yeah. on the top. Right. I would have rather had the buttercream frosting be a little bit more minty, a little stronger. It, it yeah. yeah. You don't want it to go toothpastey, but you know you want right, it to right, right, right. So, but well, I, I really like that. Like minty punch. Yeah. Um. What was that the one, one? Was really good. What was the one that wasn't from Doan Arrow? Yeah, I think it must so, have been black market. Like I could yes. not figure out what that one was. It was ginger and some fruit. I do not remember the name of the fruit that the okay. the baker described to me. Because at but first I thought like, it was raisins, but I'm like, I don't think it's raisins. No, it, I mean it might have been, but it was I don't know, maybe apricots. Is that something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That might look more like because it was a lighter colored thing in there. Yeah. Um, interesting. Hmm. That one was good. I just couldn't tell what it was, so I wasn't sure. But it was good. It was I good. I gave you that because you know my stance on fruit. Yes, um, yes. especially in cookies. Right, so, right. Only no. smoothies. <laughs> it's a no go for me. So like, just like Krispy Kreme, I love the gimmick flavors and stuff, mm. and I'm down to try any of them. But I think again, just like Krispy Kreme, like the traditional flavors are still my favorite. So like the uh just a regular chocolate chip is usually the best of the batch. I did like the peppermint one, but I think uh the sea salt and chocolate chip it was my favorite from this year. That was good. Um I liked the celebration one too, the funfetti or the the confetti cookie one that you had. Well, yeah. which of course I like that one. That one was very sweet though too. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, the sea salt one's always nice to have that sort of counter. Maybe they do a right. salt and butter cookie. One of these. Just just like sidecar. Yeah, do a sidecar thing like that. Mm. So I think donut right. day would kill me, but cookies seems for some reason <laughs> manageable. Like I kept uh, cutting up those cookies throughout the day, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna have a piece, and then like ate most. Oh, of them. that's how I did it too. It's yeah, like, but then they were gone uh, by the end of the day. <laughs> I really want to try all of these, so I'm just gonna do like a quarter of yeah, every one, yeah. and then like, oh yeah, this was good. And an hour later, like, you know, I think I really like this one. I'll try another piece, and then yep. before you know it, it's all cookies are gone. It's just uh, crumbs. Yep. <laughs> okay, we'll have to talk about that further. Then make a bigger plan for next year. Next year is gonna be crazy, I think. So. Or maybe yeah, the I'm year excited. After. Yeah. We'll so see. no matter what, like just having some sort of a cookie crawl day would be fun. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Do you know? Okay. Last thing on the cookies. Do you know? This is a stupid question. Yeah. That I'm sure you don't even have the answers for. Do you know if it's every December fourth or is it the first Friday of December? Because these holidays 
can go like either way, you know? Uh, well, it's based on the birthday of Arthur C. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I think it is uh, uh, December 4th. But there are multiple days. So you have to kind of watch that because I think they have like chocolate chip cookie day and like sugar cookie day. Um, yeah. But I think this December one is the best because it's around the holidays. So this this is the timing is perfect for this. Man, one. we could do a whole thing and do like a donut crawl, too, for National yeah, Donut Day. Exactly. Oh, man, it's big huge we tapped into something i'm glad you forgot about my initial idea from a while back and now it's no that was my idea (laughs) for you no 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 get out of here all right i I have all of the ideas oh i forgot i forgot okay thank you great all right all right are you ready to talk about uh our our new favorite show our new favorite show. It's been our. It's the second year of our favorite show, isn't it? <laughs> yes, the Queen's Gambit. So let's get into this a little bit. <laughs> you know, I have actually. I watched. I'm have one episode left for that, so we it's can talk so about that series. Good. I just. I just finished so, rewatching it a second time, which I rarely thing, do. I rarely do. I do not like to binge things. I want to like kind of let the episodes marinate, and I can. I don't know. Make them depends. Yeah. Like I don't know sit with me a little bit longer. So I haven't binged through that. I'm watching like one or two a week. And I think I have one episode left. The good episode. It's um, a great end so to the we, season. So we will at some point talk about that. Okay. Uh, b- but one thing really quick. I know that originally, and this is what I hate they did this with Stranger Things, because t- like you can right. believe whatever you want. I strongly believe that was meant to be one season. Well, of um, course. Yeah. And then it just got crazy popular and now it's you know going to be four five seasons and may i don't know who knows maybe more but they i feel like they're doing that with queen's gambit because originally it said limited series and now i'm seeing stuff pop up that says season one well it always said season one because i was surprised at that too but it did say limited series as well i don't know what a second i would rather just see the creators do something else um than have Mm -hmm. a second season of this because once you see this end it, it just wraps up so nicely and uh, uh we'll talk about it more i don't want to get into yeah, it yeah so well that's we'll, what i felt was stranger things like it does have that kind of horror movie open-endedness but i think that just goes with the genre uh yeah the genre not necessarily that it's meant to have another season i will say with stranger um, things though i think that i think it lost some of its you like oh, the characters it lost a ton of it yeah you like the characters but i think the story wise i wasn't as intrigued with the with the following one so yeah. um anyway oh this is something i forgot because we haven't we haven't recorded for a bit i went to a stranger things experience right um, a few the drive through the yeah. yeah so you know they have all of these uh like photo oppy things i think and i didn't do my research this is just pure speculation on my part I think this was meant to be like that originally Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit. So now they have to do, you know, a safer alternative. Yeah. Um, So I think it was supposed to be a series of photo ops. So like walk through scoops, ahoy thing. You can do something with the, the Christmas lights on the background. Anyways, it ended up being like a drive through thing in this parking structure. Wait, when did you go to this? Was this a Halloween thing? no, well, I think it started in October, but it's still going on right now. Oh, we uh, the week of Thanksgiving, I think. Okay, like maybe the Tuesday or Wednesday before. Anyways, this was amazing. Like, it was. I had no idea what I was getting into because originally I thought it was just photo op stuff, and maybe 
they were going to do like a a safe version of that where they only let one car out at a time and they like distance the the groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like 100% in your car. Yeah. So you drive up, you show your ticket through your window and they let you in um, and you're just driving through this parking structure. And what it ended up being was, and I love theater, so this was right up my alley. It was basically... You know when you go to like Six Flags or, I mean, Disney does it a little bit higher quality, but like those like Batman and Robin stunt shows and like Mm -hmm. Waterworld at Universal Studios. It was like that, like a vignette of different scenes from Stranger Things. So they had like theater actors doing reenactments of specific scenes. I saw some video of this. It looked a little corny (laughs) (laughs) but i love that stuff so like i thought it was just going to be a drive-through and you could just see like recreations of scenes or something like that yeah yeah. which it kind of was but i didn't know there was going to be actors doing recreations so um let's see there was like maybe there was a steve uh, yeah maybe there's like a half dozen different little vignettes yeah um i will say that it the story did made zero sense. Yeah, so if yeah. you weren't a fan of the show, there's not like a through line. Like it, it jumped all over the place. So you would see like a scene with Steve and the other Scoops Ahoy girl fighting yeah. off Russians. And then you go, the next scene is like from season one. So the continuity is not there, but it was just fun to see them do this sort of thing um, in a parking garage and like kind of, have a safe alternative to this sort of Stranger Things experience. Right, um, right, yeah. I so, am not big on... I think I would do it for, like, Christmas lights or if it was, like, mm-hmm. a Star Wars thing, like, something very specific for me to want to want to do. This. Like, this kind of reminds me of a drive through version of, like, uh, Halloween Horror Nights at uh, Universal Studios, which I know people absolutely love that thing, <laughs> and I kind of have, like, zero interest. There were a few that I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But... Yeah, I don't know if I, if I, especially because you're in your car for this one too. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to mm-hmm. do it. But well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you def if you're not a fan of like the water world stuff and yeah, like just yeah. it, I will. It is very cheesy. Yes, but I'm all about that stuff. So I had, I thought it was great. Okay, very good. Well, um, maybe, maybe next time we'll do one together and we'll well, live stream from the car. (laughs) So the, the photo op stuff um, and like the selfie museums and stuff like that. Yeah. Those were so big and obviously there's not really a safe way to do that now. So I'm curious to see if like, if that's going to come back afterwards or if we're going to see like, is this kind of an evolution of that? Uh, the only thing I would gimmick. say about that is um, that feels more controllable, uh, like that has more of a possibility of coming back. I feel like uh, anything where you're collected in a, as a crowd, that might be harder to, to do. You know, like a concert mm. in a small venue or even a big venue at this point. I think those things are, are harder to do um, and maybe more outdoor stuff or like tented stuff instead of enclosed small rooms. I don't I don't know. But like, yeah. I feel like that they can manage it because whenever there's a queue like that, just like at the theme parks, you can sort of control the flow of, of the of people through it. And that might actually work out better for a selfie thing 
than yeah. having everyone running around. But I don't know. That's the least of my concerns about things coming back. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So now let's jump into the show. Okay. okay. The tragedy. Let's see. Whoa. No, we haven't talked about the Jedi yet. Oh, we haven't. Ah, it's been so, we so got, long. We got two on this episode. And then I think after that, we'll be caught up. So there'll be, we'll just do one per. But we got to go back and talk about. How did we miss that? We skipped a week. Thanksgiving threw us off. Yeah, Thanksgiving, we didn't uh, record. So okay. We, had two, we have two. That actually up. aired on Thanksgiving, I believe. So great episode. Yeah. Uh, very exciting to see Ahsoka Tano on there. Um, now. I have to. It's okay. I. Early, so this opens up with her like doing a kind of a badass lightsaber. It's very reminiscent to the opening of the oh, God damn it, what is Rise of Skywalker, where he's on that uh, Kylo Ren's on the planet, like killing all of these people in a forest. I'm not familiar with this movie. What what is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think say what you will. That was a pretty cool opening sequence. Okay, so, the, but do anyway. Do you really not remember that mo- that intro? Yes, of course I do. Okay. I just, Stop being a dick then. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I have to say, God, the ha- not seeing a lightsaber on the Mandalorian and mm-hmm. this being like the first experience, that is the like sexiest weapon I've ever seen. Just Oh, gross. Oh, it is so freaking cool though. And it's exactly what I forget who says it like an elegant weapon um, of a more civilized wanted. age. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. That is it's... clumsy or random as a blaster. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> His like having that sound, it's like almost dead silence. It's dark. And then you hear the sound and the white light come out. It was so freaking cool. I will I say love that moment. So the dark saber has been the only thing we've seen on this show so far. And that's something that we don't, that most people aren't familiar with from the from the original films. I mean, obviously it, it exists. It's still I was far less cool than a lightsaber, even still. But I will say it kind of shifts things for me, doesn't it? Like it makes it it does make it feel more Star Wars, but in a different it it's more Star Wars, less Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Like suddenly the mm-hmm. balance sort of shifts more towards like a Star Wars y thing than than it is Mandalorian. I'm not complaining. I really loved it and stuff like that. But um it's nice that it's not such a prominent part of the show because I think that shifts things too much. Um, mm-hmm. It's nice that it's a little treat to see it and to have a Jedi on here and a different Jedi than what we've seen. So yeah, I, I really, it's a, they handled the character extremely well, I thought, and it wasn't too much and it felt very contained uh, surprisingly. Yes. I thought she was going to have a bigger role, like more in the story and more, uh, like it wasn't just going to be this one episode. I thought yeah. she was going to stick around for the rest of the season, actually, um, which doesn't look like that's the case. But I'm hoping that they do more with this character because it was a really cool. I don't know. I, it was really cool to see her. And again, having the reintroduction of Jedi into this this series. Um, it felt like another setup for another show, though, too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And one thing we did learn here. I don't know if you knew this already, but apparently Beskar can not get cut through with a lightsaber. Right, right, yeah. So Beskar is like the fucking shit, man. I know it's super valuable, but that was... That's why, yeah. Uh, That was surprising. So not only does he use his armor like on his forearm and stuff to block it, 
but we get introduced to a new weapon made completely out of Beskar that you're able to have like an actual sword fight with a lightsaber and it doesn't just slice right through it like almost every other material. Yeah, nope, that's that's the value of it, I suppose. But the most important thing we learned on this episode yes. is We the learned name. <laughs> little baby Yoda's actual name. What did so you think? What was your thought? I was just going to ask you that. Um, so a rich, when you first hear it, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting take. But if you go back and, you know, the first time you hear and see Yoda, that's a weird name. Yeah, exactly. But it's exactly. only because it's been around for 40 plus years that it's like it's normalized. Right. Right. Well, I think, too, because Yoda's an adult, too, and a like very creaturey. Like, so we're familiar with this creature already. So the 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 shock of that is a little is gone quite the opposite and mm-hmm. it's a baby so i think people were thinking maybe it'd be a cuter name you know like mm-hmm. i don't know what it would be but like a like a puppy's name or something you know what i mean like grogu sounds like if it was an old scarier creature but, <laughs> but not like a baby's name i'm fine with the name i didn't have any problems yeah. with the name but i know there was some mixed reactions to it online i wouldn't go so far as to say it was jarring but it was a little surprising when i first heard it, heard it but now looking back at it it is. It does sound familiar to and like similar to Yoda. Like those, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they go together kind of. Yeah, I have no problem with it at all. And I think what if they're like, is- this is uh, Doug. <laughs> His name is Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that would just be I, hilarious. That's got to be like um, a robot chicken bit or something. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Because oh, that's, that's what funny. I was—I was trying to think in my head. Okay, well, what would you have? <laughs> what would you have named him if you didn't like Grogu? You know, and yeah, well, I don't his, know. His name is Brett. <laughs> yeah. So I've been talking to Mike, and he told me that he is. Yeah. Uh, so, I do like that. It was like uh, they do this in Star Wars a lot. Like these big moments, they they reveal so casually. Mm-hmm, like yeah. it's just—it's like in passing. Like, oh, yeah, I was just chatting with Grogu over there. Yeah. No big deal. And then, But he said it. Well, at least he acknowledged, like, that's his name. And he looked up. So cute. Yeah. Grogu eh? does his little noises. <laughs> oh, so cute. Just so cute. So um, another big reveal is this parallel to Anakin and Grogu. Right. Um, that he's attached. Well, he's a, so it's that. He's attached. And he's has, I think she's even specifically said has a lot of fear in him or like he's really fear anger yeah 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 Yeah. fear i sense much fear so they did some callbacks yeah to that specifically and i think that's a good thing and i think we see a little bit more of that in the next episode um Mm. but i thought they handled the jedi stuff very well like explaining that and not going overboard or, or trying to give too much away in this in this thing it's funny how he keeps getting sent off to places, right? Like <laughs> that's the, well, you that's you the said it, and like going. that's how this this sort of series has to choose be. your own like, adventure. Yeah, he's got to every episode's got to be a new mission or objective. So it makes sense that otherwise, you know, what are you gonna what are you doing? You've got to have sort of like a beginning, middle, and end to every single episode. Right, right, um, right, right. So he's got to have some sort of an objective or goal. Right. It's just funny, like the way it's been said. Every episode ends with here's where you have to go next, right? Like, yeah, here's your uh, what do they call that on um, The Amazing Race when you get your next <laughs> you get um, your next ticket? It's like that, right? Ah, you've completed this part of your mission. Here's <laughs> the next part. Do you, um, So saying that 
they every episode does because of the location and like the yeah. creatures and characters they do feel different but do you think that structure is going to get tiresome at some point well i think it's nicely setting okay so uh, it's setting up the the story like i don't think we've mm-hmm. gone anywhere too unnecessary except maybe the the snow planet that you hated um <laughs> but uh people have been really deep diving which is not uncommon in star wars obviously like they they're pulling apart the map uh and uh, that they show like they just glanced at a map on one of the shots and they're trying to figure out where this planet i think this was for the next episode actually but they they're trying to figure out where this planet sits in conjunction with other things and where this planet apparently has been mentioned before in 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 the expanded universe and saying how well this doesn't make sense if it's this close to this and and then she said she mentioned oh something gosh, else and i'm like that's oh too much. <laughs> i didn't realize it was that mapped out but it's interesting to see that there is sort of a rhyme and reason to a lot of this that i'm not even aware of so well, it's that, too, okay. This is again what I said last episode. We're talking about this. I it's great that it's so connected to all of these other things, which you know, like uh, the the Clone Wars cartoon in particular, and I think a little bit of even Rebels. Uh, it it almost feels like I can't fully enjoy and even understand the Mandalorian because I don't have that that knowledge of these other series. Well, so but that's I'm like a little. The- that's the unknown, the known unknowns for you, right? Because I think for a right. casual viewer, it doesn't occur to you that you have to know the bigger story. Like, Maybe. I don't think Ahsoka, you you need to know her whole, it helps, but I don't think you absolutely have to in the context of the Mandalorian. Like, we just needed to know that she was a Jedi, in quotation marks, kind of, and right, that um, she can so talk to Grogu and stuff. Is she... Again, I didn't watch the Clone Wars, but I thought that she like wasn't a Jedi or she left the Jedi Order. So yeah. is she technically not a Jedi? Well, that's where I don't exactly know the definition. Because I think she just doesn't go on to become master, but she could still be a like, Jedi because uh, she went through hmm. so much of the trip. I don't know. And then I think there was some change because she kind of comes back at the end. And I, I don't know. But um. I don't think you need to know that to know like she was just basically there to give information on Grogu and, and talk right. about it and send him on to the next thing. If that had been any other old Jedi, I think that would have been just as effective. It's just that everyone, all the fanboys, get super excited for this character. Mm-hmm. And, and that adds that just like with Bo-Katan and the last one, it's the same kind of thing. We didn't, it didn't matter that you had all the information on the past from Clone Wars. It helps, but it's not necessary. I don't think for this story. Yeah. Um, okay, so they're in this city. Is that... Okay, so I know... God, I can't remember his name, but the blue guy. Yeah. He's like the big reveal at the end of this episode. Was oh, the... Thrawn? Thrawn, yeah. Grand yeah. Admiral Thrawn, yeah. So the the person that Ahsoka's fighting at the end of this episode, was she a character in the cartoons? I don't know. I I think I don't even remember her so, name. But like but the the mayor it, of this town or whatever. Yeah, well, it sounds like they took it by force, right? Like or something. Uh. Uh, so anyway, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like you don't have to know too much more to get it. What I was surprised at on the same topic, sort of, was Michael Bean's role in this was very small. Like hmm. he was kind of. I didn't even recognize that as him at the beginning, and then his little storyline is kind of in and out very quickly there. Yeah, they. I mean, they do that a lot with 
with all these characters, right? Like, I mean, but like, I thought he'd have a meteor role or something. Like, so sort of like Timothy Oliphant in the in the last one. He had a small role too, but it was kind of pivotal and and that uh, was a great like kickoff to this yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, the Thrawn thing, I know nothing about Thrawn. I, I know that he exists in the expanded universe, um, and I think he was in the first spinoff books, right? Didn't you read? Oh, the, was he not even in the Clone Wars? I thought he was. No, they did bring him back in the Clone Wars, but I mean, he goes back mm. as far as like the first. Oh, okay. Uh, no. The continuation of Return of the Jedi uh, book. I think he's. I think he starts in there. I think I'm getting a lot of this stuff wrong. I'm finding out after we record. <laughs> um, like I call them Sith troopers, but they're like dark troopers, and I'm sure Star Wars people are going that listen to this are going crazy that I'm getting so much. Well, so my star Wars expert friend, Ray, who we saw rise of the Skywalker with, he was telling me that those, so, okay, we're going to jump all over the place. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so in the tragedy, which is next episode, we get, uh, these like iron man troopers, right? (laughs) Which, um, I guess are dark troopers. They are from the dark forces computer video game of the nineties. Okay. That's where they originated. Yeah. So, and I don't know if that game is canon, but obviously they're pulling from yeah. that, I, or I guess they are. Okay. So the big uh, reveal at the end of the Jedi is that Thrawn is the the boss of this right. mayor lady. <laughs> <laughs> Frog lady, mayor lady. It's a great. It's a great thing that we know yeah. the characters' names. Yes. So that's the big. <laughs> that's the big reveal for that one, and then that he has to go off to this Jedi old Jedi temple, put him on the rock, and. Uh, See if he calls is that out that was another Jedi. question I had. Is that something? Do we ever see this rock beacon thing? So I Satellite? read well, I, I read about this, but again, I'm such a lazy reader about this stuff that I don't dig any further than that. And there was some discussion that this planet uh, existed in the universe already, uh, and and this temple existed, but someone had asked why it wasn't covered in snow. And so then they're like, well, maybe there's seasons on this planet or something. So it looks like there's a history to this location, Mm. but I don't, I don't know. They were even trying to read the Arabesh on the, on the rock that was around it and stuff and trying to figure (laughs) all that out. And um, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go much further on that, but it looks like it existed. But again, I don't think we need to really know, but that was the planet they were talking about where it it exists and how could they be here and there. And it's yeah, all this stuff. So um, Hmm. anyway, do you want to jump to the next? Yeah, let's let's get into it. So we're basically talking about both of them. He anyway. go uh, Mando takes Grogu to this this new planet that has the like a it's it's like um God what is that Stonehenge? Yes, Stonehenge, yeah. the Jedi's version of Stonehenge, right? Yeah, right. And he gets there. He's supposed to put the Grogu on the center. Seat or like yeah. this rock yeah. and he's supposed to be able to communicate or like put some sort of a beacon or a calling out to potentially other jedi right 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 right. my question to you is at this point do we know what other jedi are still around so we know luke is alive yep he's not going to respond to this we know that he could. Ahsoka, what if he did what if he did <laughs> that would uh, that would be I would not be a fan. Sebastian of that. Stan as a young that's, Luke Skywalker. That's too. Oh, have you seen those? Yeah, it's amazing. That's crazy. I'd be kind um, of for that. Yeah. And then 
Ahsoka, but they just left her, so she's not going to respond to it. And then the other one is from Rebels, which is uh, Ezra, right? Right, 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 right. So do you think one of these three Jedi are going to respond, or is it going to be a new character or none at all? That's a good question. Uh, There is a lot of talk about Ezra uh, coming back uh, into the fold somehow, and if Ahsoka does, it makes sense that he would. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I, I I haven't thought it through. It's kind of nice to not like overthink it and be like, yeah, it's got to be Ezra. And then everyone's disappointed because it's not, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I don't, I don't have a strong opinion about that. If it makes sense that there are Jedi out there that we don't know about, you know, but, um, who knows? I, I, I would be fine if it was someone we didn't know that survived. Um, but do you, what, like it, we see when in revenge of the Sith, when order 66 gets executed, like, Basically, every on-screen Jedi from the movies they show get killed. Right, right. Yeah, Are there yeah. any that... I mean, and I didn't do like that deep of a dive or... To see who gets back. taken yeah. out. Yeah. Are there any that you can think of during that time that we were introduced to that don't get killed on screen? No, but I think it's nice to know that there's so many out there in the universe that just mm-hmm. as if Obi-Wan and, and Yoda could have survived, uh, they they certainly could have too. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know that they didn't show one specifically getting slaughtered, but there's even talk that Mace Windu survived. So I'm like, that's crazy. Um, I, I guess it could make sense. Well, I mean, okay. If everyone Boba Fett can, can survive. survive the Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit, then I mean, it's, it's if not, Darth Maul can survive. Yeah. If those two can half. survive, uh, if you and can clone the, the emperor. Yes. Than anyone. There's, anyone I mean, possible. it's, and this isn't unique to star Wars, any sort of, pop culture character they always they have ways you can write their survival into the story but couldn't there also be jedi uh, again that we don't know about but just that weren't necessarily involved in the temple or that they didn't follow the order you know what i mean like ahsoka is kind of an outsider well that's Uh, what i'm there could be a lot of others that are like like what what makes you a jedi just having a metachlorians and following like having powers within the force um, do you have to have formal right. training? Because I'm like, like, I think uh, the temple could be like the Vatican, but then there's all these other places where well, that's you know what, what I'm mean? curious like, about too. And then like when Luke does his own training yeah. late years later, that's not attached to the Jedi Temple. And then even with the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is following this like kind of cultist cult-ish version of the Mandalorians, but people that actually lived on the planet, they follow a different set of rules. So I'm sure that there's like, yeah, that makes sense. There's variations within the Jedi order or Jedi belief system. Yeah. I think that, I mean, and that could be an interesting thing to approach too, to say that, Oh, I was part of the order, but I left the order, but that doesn't mean they're not Jedi. Right. Mm -hmm. It just means they're not following the, the dogma, the current dogma. Of, right. Of, yeah. Who knows? Who it's an knows? Interesting thought. Um, per, so for me personally, I, I don't know if, uh, but this is because I haven't watched Rebels that closely. Like I've seen a handful of episodes, but I don't really have an attachment to Ezra as a character. Yeah. And I do think like while they're doing it well and Ahsoka was great, I don't like it's almost becoming a little too fan servicey where they're just bringing characters in to bring characters in. Well, like, I wh- think it, it 
it strengthens the existing universe to a degree. Like mm-hmm. Clone Wars, the viewership of Clone Wars has shot up, they said, since Ahsoka made her debut. So everyone's going back and watching these things now. And and uh, that's totally great. makes sense. I think if they mm-hmm. can sort of course correct and, and sort of fix a lot of this stuff now, um, might help the overall the overall thing. But, you know, of course, you don't want to be too distracted. Of it. But why? I mean, I like that they're acknowledging the fact that if there's so few Jedi left and we've discussed these other Jedi in other shows, then it does make sense that they would bring back that, um, you know, and it's not like we always have to go to Tatooine or Endor or Hoth or something like that. It's great that they're mm-hmm. expanding in that way too. So I feel like it's the same kind of thing, like go back there when it makes sense or use an old character when it makes sense, but don't, don't force it that, Oh, it's the one character in the universe that <laughs> represents this, you know, then we can expand more. But, uh, Speaking of that, I will say I almost was brought to tears when I saw Slave One fly by. Oh, that was a cool moment. So that just that ship is old to me, at least that has always been like the cool ship. So the Millennium Millennium Falcon is fun, but that's such a big character. Yeah. The Slave One, I think. And and the big reason why Boba Fett was so popular uh, just in the original trilogy is the look of him like he looks really cool you don't really know much about him he's very mysterious so you can kind of jump to your own conclusions and like make your own backstory for him and then on top of that his ship was very unique and just looked really cool like the design of it was awesome the fact that it could like uh, you know take off and land a certain way but then it's flying a different way yeah yeah i i was very excited when i saw that jump on screen uh, and we had in episode one of this season, you see the teaser of Boba Fett watching Mandalorian like drive away or fly away. Um, it's cool to see him finally like make his presence known. And, and it was his feet we saw in the last season's episode. Yes. At the end of that. Yes. One. So, that was yeah. confirmed. Uh, I feel awful because I can never remember her name, but Ming-Na Wen's, like, what's her Star Wars character? Fennec or something like that, right? It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've got to get better with, like, remembering the I know, names. I know, I know. Mayor Lady, Fish Frog Lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess they team up and they're a little dynamic duo now. I guess, like, <laughs> in Star Wars universe... If you have any sort of health ailment, you just become a cyborg. Well, but that's true. But they've established that early <laughs> on, I think, right? Like with Luke's hand, with Vader's whole existence. Yep. Everything. It's like, yeah, you can fix it. So yeah, that's why no one's dead. With Maul's bottom half. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything's fixed. But that kind of makes sense, I think. I don't think that's too... I know. I'm just saying it's it's a fun or funny little... I, I thought it was a nice little throwaway thing to throw that in there, though, right? Like, here's mm-hmm. how he fixed me. I'm all robot now. So it's amazing how many questions jumped through my head once we saw Slave 1. I'm like, oh, is that really his ship? Or is that yes, like, yeah. do they all have that ship? Or is it, you know, like... <laughs> is this Slave 2? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I literally sat up in my chair when that went by. I'm like, oh, like it was so exciting. And the, oh, Let's you see. know, we always talk about the noises, very distinct, like yep. flying sort of noise that um, the Slave One has as well. So Boba Fett's been tracking him, right? Uh, since he took the mm-hmm. armor, he came to get his armor. He's got his, uh, this, uh, the bounty hunter Ming Na's on the, on the ridge gun pointed right. at Baby Yoda, who's in his little force field, force summoning thing. 
Um, <laughs> so there we are. A great battle. Uh, endless supply of stormtroopers. That felt like a video game. Uh, mm-hmm. with the amount of troopers that just kept coming out of the Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. I was like, ships. okay, these transport ships are very small. Yeah. How do they keep coming out of this thing? Yeah. Um, so a lot of, is mostly just fighting, right? A lot of shooting. I will say they are staying very consistent to like the pawn-like nature of the stormtroopers. Yes, yeah, they are just They tools. are extremely disposable. No, not a good shot at all. And, uh, yeah. and then I love the one guy who's supposed to be like the leader is just like, oh yeah, keep going. Oh yep. yeah, all of you guys died. Keep going, keep going. He's and just for, throwing them away. For a relatively short episode, they spent a lot of time doing that. You know, like a lot of time fighting yeah, well, the stormtroopers. The reason, you know, the, that they did that is to show that Boba Fett is still badass. As old as he is, he can still fight without his all of his weapons and he sort of tricks up his sleeves with the armor. Um, because he really just had that Tuscan Raider like yes, gaffy um, stick. <laughs> yeah. That he was for the first half of that, he was just like destroying the stormtroopers with that. And then once he gets his armor he get, becomes like even more of a killing machine it's um yeah it's nice to see him actually fight like that everyone looks a little bit like a an adult in a child's boba fett costume though everyone's like oh man i texted you the, the bulbous fett yeah. after that like i i mean it's great but like i mean it looked uh, i i know they're trying to make him a badass and to me honestly it it took me out of it because it was so ill-fitting on his body. Like, I mean, and he is have, a he's a bigger guy than the original. Boba it doesn't Fett matter was, though. So, like you yeah. couldn't make a suit to fit him a little bit better. You don't literally have to wear the same one that that but he's Cobb older. Vance was wearing. He's you know? older and he's bigger. It's a different time. Like it's kind of it's kind of fitting. It's really yeah. the helmet. It's all the helmet. You look at the old Boba Fett costume anyway. It looks a little goofy anyway but um it's really all about that helmet and the jetpack and everything and they got to use everything it's like toys your toys are coming to life this was so cool that they had all like uh, they're utilizing the jetpack even in this one he's like oh i can't land there we're gonna have to do this um yeah we're gonna have to fly the rest of the last leg yeah that was really cool um where they're still doing it like utilizing these these uh tricks relatively sparingly so it's fun to see it they're not like overdoing it by any means it is literally um, like playing with your action figures it is like how yeah. you would play with the story when you're a so kid cool. or something like that fantastic to see um so we can't get uh, baby yoda because he's in that force thing and then um uh, so moff gideon comes on to, jumps onto the scene yeah basically boba fett fennec whatever her character name yeah, is yeah, um yeah. i'm sure and I'm mandalorian yeah they kill off all of the incoming stormtroopers. Like roughly 50,000 stormtroopers come yeah, out of these Yeah, and then ships. the really cool moment, we finally get to see Boba Fett using his little rocket pack yep. uh, missile launcher. Um, he takes down two of the ships that are retreating, and then Goff, or Goff, Moff Gideon is in the distance and blows up Mandalorian's ship and then dispatches the... Dark troopers, which are weird, like Iron Man flying stormtroopers bots. Yeah, I don't like that. It's so close to like it just looks like a black uh, Iron Man to me. Really interesting. Like, well, I mean, they have the stormtrooper looking helmet, but like the the tech and everything. 
I don't know if I was on board with that. Well, I would rather... it kind of sets up a nice counter to the Mandalorians flying around all over the place, right? Like, well, I mean, why couldn't you have like a literal stormtrooper doing that? Why has it got to be this weird? But aren't they kind it, of different? Are they bridging the gap to? Are they robots or are they clones or are they people? Are I they just it was suits? a robot. Is it a, see, I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't sure. Is that what they Maybe were showing? Maybe that's like the difference between. The clones? Uh, yeah, they're doing like a an extension of the droids. From I don't know. The droid. Again, I'm sure there's an explanation for what these guys do and are and, and everything, but uh, it would be interesting to see. So anyway, he captures him, captures yep. baby Yoda, the one they have no chance at getting him, which is nice. They didn't fool around with that part a lot. You know, like they didn't draw mm. it out. They just grabbed him and like, see ya. And uh, took him on the ship. And then he's in custody. (laughs) And we get to see him toss around stormtroopers like crazy, like a bad guy. So that gives more of a sign, I think, of the darker side for him than than anything. Do you think they're going to parallel Anakin's a lot? Like, is that going to, I don't know, be the uh, like the driving force for him is like, oh, he's just like Anakin. He's going to end up being. Dar- like a like a Darth Vader version. So the only Darth. difference here is that Grogu did have some training before this, um, and mm-hmm. then he's been hidden. So you know he did start off the right way, um, but we don't we don't know much about that. I I don't know. I mean I think it's a fine. It seems like it's the case for everybody, right? Like they mm-hmm. have the like even Luke they did the same thing, right? Like he had the potential to possibly go to the dark side where he's like battling Vader like a crazy person, and then he stops. Um, so mm-hmm. it seems like it's a recurring recurring theme, theme. Here. and yeah. yoda's so the or grogu's so little that it would make sense <laughs> that he wouldn't know how to control any of his it. anger and stuff yeah um, he knows to not use it but i thought well why didn't he use it when he was being taken away like why did he wait until he was that's a question i had too it seems very convenient in the story like when he's able to kind of turn on turn off his his force abilities. Yeah, because I thought, well, why didn't they just put him in a thing when they got him and take him away to explain some of that? Like, put him in those shackles or stun him immediately to say, like, well, this is why he didn't well, that's do what, it. I think that uh, Gideon, Moff Gideon's got a bigger plan for him. Like, he's going to, like, the Emperor Train trying to turn Anakin, you know, he's going to try and manipulate Grogu to be this So more crazy, than just a blood sample, he's going to maybe yeah raise him to be... Interesting. Maybe there is a Sith connection too with um, Moff Gideon. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like if he's a bigger part than just a. And then I'm curious to see what Thrawn's part is in all of this as well. Yeah. Do are they gonna? How long are they gonna keep Moff Gideon being the main bad guy? Is it just maybe like he's season two bad guy and then season three bad guy is gonna be Thrawn? Because I think Thrawn's a little detached from the empire in the books in his overall story mm. I, I have to research this more i shouldn't even say this but get people all <laughs> upset so i think it is all building i still feel like it's all building towards rise of skywalker but um yeah we'll see how that that plays out um i, I don't want to say too much more on that but anyway so what is how did we end it then this one that was just it right he was like talking to him baby yoda's all yeah. like stunned and he's like "Ooh, you're so great so uh, for, it looks like um, Mandalorian's trying to build a team to go after him because he goes and tries to get information on Bill Burr's character right? and right, like right. how to spring him free. And he's talking to Cara Dune again, basically saying like, I need help to retrieve Grogu. Um, to infiltrate a, yeah. an Imperial ship or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Looks like he's trying to build a squad to go after them, which may be like the season finale for this one. Like the Magnificent Seven or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, right? Like. Uh, so who 11. else does he have? He, so he's got uh, Finnick and Boba Fett. He's got Cara Dune potentially. Right. I don't know why he's going after Bill Burr. Because he's to get the ship, to get into a ship or something like that. Like that was the whole point of it. And he's got that's plenty, actually, right there, right? Like Oh, uh Cobb Vanth yeah. he can use again. I guess. I'm just trying to remember all of like his little friends he made throughout the Frog I mean, Lady. <laughs> huge help. Huge yeah. asset. <laughs> I guess he could go back to the Mandalorian, like Bo-Katan maybe I think they'll because, definitely be a part of it somehow. because they're both after Gideon at this point so when that they find out sense. like with the because do they even know he has the saber nobody knows she 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 said it in, oh she did uh, in the last episode that, well I don't know yeah. like that's the weapon she's after but I don't I feel like did she, she say he, he had it? it okay something it was brought up somehow I don't so know it feels how. like it is all building up to what uh, everybody's together now right like all yeah it's a showdown so we'll see because we've only got two episodes left after this one Mm -hmm. and i've heard they're pretty epic so yeah i haven't heard anything more i just heard that they're yeah but i like that the story's advancing so intensely yeah they're Um, doing better uh with the last like the first actually it really was just the second one that didn't really do much right your your favorite one yeah Frog Lady Spider episode. (laughs) Yeah, that one that did not push forward too much. Um, Okay, last question I have. Of all of the new things and new characters introduced thus far, who do you think, who would you say is your favorite? Season two being just for season two? Yes, yeah. I'm I'm very. So you can say Ahsoka and like Bo Katan, just new to the season, not necessarily the the star Wars universe. I would say Boba Fett has been my, uh, I've been happiest to see this character come back and, and how mm. they've used him. And I think they're using him well and, and not in just sort of a throwaway thing either. I mean, it makes me happy to think that he is going to have a series or, or be able to tell some more stories about what he's been doing. Um, mm-hmm. I think it just works really well with the rest of it. The, the other characters we've seen, like I do like Timothy Oliphant's character. I, I don't know that we need too much more on him. They'd have to kind of stretch it a little to, to actually have him to take him out of that town and give him a bigger story. I think mm-hmm. how they used him was fine and that's great. And he can, you know, maybe uh Mandalorian goes back to that town, but I think with the rest of them, even with Ahsoka, I, it was very cool. It made for some cool scenes. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like I need too much more of her. Uh, again, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a series about her because I think she has different stories, but I feel like she takes it too far away from the central the central story of Mandalorian, like a distraction right now mm-hmm. that, that we don't need. Uh, Bo-Katan, it, it's fine. I didn't think that was an amazing character or anything, but it represents a bigger Mandalore story that mm-hmm. could be that could be interesting. So I think Boba Fett has by far been, because I was worried about how they were going to do it. I think we both were worried about how they were going to bring him back. Yeah, no, they and did it, a great job, actually. He The way he came on screen was also very reminiscent of Obi-Wan Kenobi's first on-screen appearance. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like this shadowy hooded figure and it's, it's sort of a reveal as to who he is. I mean, we know. Yeah. Really sad to see the ship go to the, the, the razor crest. Um, that was very dramatic and surprising actually not just damaged or something, but like 
completely. I'm I'm completely very gone. surprised that they did that too because just from like a merchandising standpoint, I would feel like you would want to build this into yeah. like the fabric of the fandom. Like the Falcon, like have it another yeah. character. Right, 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 right. I don't know. Did they, I don't know much about the ship, if it's a Mandalore thing or if that's just happens to be his ship. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, um, I don't know because Boba Fett's got his thing. Yeah. So I don't know what, um, yeah, but he even says like, he's not a Mandalorian or whatever, which is kind of great. Right. Like, yeah. So that was, the armor was like gifted to his the family, I guess. Making a way through the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Like my father before me. It's great. So great. Um, yeah. So I don't know if they're going to bring it. It feels like they should bring it back. Right. Like, but it seemed, it seemed cheesy to be like, we destroyed that one. Here's another one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's going to get a bigger, better ship at some point. Um, but it was an interesting choice to just (laughs) blow it up. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was a way they could have grounded the plane and forced him to sort of team up with Boba Fett in another way. I'm glad to see um, more of Slave One though drive, flying around. So that'll be good. yeah, yeah. Maybe that maybe he'll take that ship. Who knows? Mm. That'd be great. All right. All right. So, but do you have any for- any concept of what's going to happen in the end? Um, I hope that they get rid of Moff Gideon. Not that I don't like him, but I don't know if I care to see him being like the ongoing bad guy. The villain, yeah. He's he's not that strong of a villain to me. Like they haven't done enough to make him very yeah like scary or. We have zero backstory on him so far, right? Yeah, it's. I feel like they could have done better building him up. Um, now it's just like. He's kind of pulling strings in the background, but it's he's not a very intimidating character. So, so in I, these next two episodes, I'm hoping we get like a flashback of him or or a little bit more about what his motivation is for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes the threat a little bit better other than just being like old Imperials after Baby Yoda. Yeah. So that's all that he is right now. It's just you're you're basing the threat off of the old or the existence of and knowledge of the Imperial. Yeah. The Empire prior. So they either they should either kill him off before the end of this season or explain his story a little bit more. If he's going to be like the big head bad guy for season three, then we should mm-hmm. know more by this point, I think, of him because they are. I mean, we are seeing him now more than. We did in the last season, obviously, but they haven't expanded his role very much yet. So, yeah, it feels like that would be the next episode, though, doesn't it? Just the way he was talking to Baby Yoda, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you think that the the blue guy Thrawn is? So, if they do a spinoff, is that going to be Ahsoka's villain then, or is he going to be connected to the Mandalorian series? You think? Uh, did they have history in the cartoon? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think I watched because I didn't watch all of them. I know he was on there mm. and I think he was on. Uh, I don't even know if he was on Rebels or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to research <laughs> how they used him uh, and maybe go back and see if we can watch a few of those specific. It's such a weird character because he's blue with red eyes and stuff. And so I always thought it was such a cheesy character, but it's a very popular character. Yeah, I've seen fan renditions of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch oh, as him. Yeah, um, which you know they did that for Ahsoka Tano as well before she was officially casted. They had yeah. Rosario Dawson like fan. Yep. So I think that's actually how Dave Filoni said that he casted her. Like he saw a fan casting 
of her. So it's not like out of the question to see something like this. I think Benedict Cumberbatch could be a really cool um, villain too. Yeah. Yeah. That would but be the big problem, though. That would be so the, like distractingly huge if it was someone like well, that. I was going to say to me, Rosario Dawson was kind of like that. I, I like, obviously they paint her orange and have all the face painting and markings on yeah, her. Yeah. But um, I, it's clearly her. So it kind of like a little bit takes me out of it. Um, where like I would, it's fine with the Mandalorian cause he's masked the whole time and characters like that, or like super heavily makeup. Um, but there's some characters or actors that like, they're so well known or recognized that all I see is, is that character. So it's, in some instances it would be better to get a lesser known actor. If they spun her off into her own show and that was their thing, it's fine getting a bigger actor. But as far as the context mm-hmm. of the Mandalorian, I'm like, let's not go too far down that unless it's all mm-hmm. tied in, you know? Um, but I still feel like it's going to be kind of more offshooty yeah. with this. Cause this is really the baby Yoda show. So <laughs> yeah, this is the grow goose. It's weird that that is the driving force of this. Like it is obviously the Mandalorian story, but it is like so heavily wrapped into uh, like what's going on with with Grogu now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm very excited. I just get so excited when a new episode comes out. I don't see how you can wait. I have to watch it at midnight. I cannot wait. That's for too them. late for me. I would midnight? be sleeping. Oh yeah. my god. That's I mean, crazy. I stay up late, but I'm not very like. I wouldn't be able to absorb the episode. So I, I do we've that. talked about this before. And I want to say before we go again to that, um, like I know people are getting really pissed because people like me watch it at midnight and we just get so giddy. We want to talk about it. Like people have been in general pretty good, but obviously people jump on and want to spoil things too, which I'm against. Like, I don't think you should go out and like, yeah, that's ridiculous. If you, that's your goal. Like, but in the uh, main thing too, wouldn't you think like, I don't understand why people get so upset. Like, then avoid social media. Like why? So if you choose uh, not to watch it, that's fine. But isn't it up to you to avoid social media? Then instead so, of saying <laughs> the rest of the world should change their behavior because I haven't watched this thing yet. It just I get what like you're saying. I have like, a different stance. So uh, social media has become so big. I think for the average person, it is impossible to go a day or days without glancing and you can't control what you're seeing necessarily. So I get that. But if you are, uh, so for me, for example, I would be upset if something were spoiled, which is why I watch it on the first day. Right. So it's on you to watch it like early. You know, I know it's, I watch it at night, Friday night. So technically it's like an entire day has passed, but still like I haven't run into any issues with anything being spoiled, but if you are one that is going to be upset over something being spoiled, like that's kind of on you for waiting to watch it. That's what I think. But like, it seems so odd to tell the rest, everybody else, tell the global social media community, (laughs) don't talk about this because Uh, I can't watch it until uh, my husband is here or something, you know, like until (laughs) we watch it together. And I think it's just, that's on you. (laughs) It's stupid to, I think it's a dick move to post anything spoily. Like, like, eh, I don't know. I wouldn't do anything like that. Doing like, I mean, what is something that would be like a big spoiler that would? Well, like even with the revealing of the name uh, or, or oh, that this character appeared. You know? So the 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 rule has seems to be lately that you have to wait till Monday. 
So the, the thing comes on on Friday, early Friday morning, you know, and then you have until Monday to watch it before even like the uh, Disney Plus will post a picture of Ahsoka Tano, you know, saying, oh, she's. But in I don't episode. get what's um like, what are you so eager to post? That would be a sport like what? Well, no, because people start talking right away, you know, on Twitter, like like mm, you'll be like, I oh, see. my God, Boba Fett's badass. Be like, oh, I didn't know Boba Fett was in him. And I you didn't know. know he was going to be cool. I'm just sitting here reading all the tweets at midnight instead of watching the actual show because <laughs> I can't watch it yet. <laughs> uh, is that today's uh, That's today's character. character. Whiny Star Wars guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you did have a great um, Obi-Wan. You'd- oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just working on all my characters. Mm, all right. We're going go. long here. We're going long here. All right. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Please tune in to the Squared Co. podcast next time where we will talk Spoil more Mandalorian. all the Mandalorian stuff for <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. That is it for today. We will see you later. Yeah, we're cookies. That's right. We're going to show you how cookies get it done. Yeah. You ready? Ready. Cookie. 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 Shake it like a cookie. Cookie. Get that like a cookie. Cookie. Party like a cookie. 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 Catch me. No. But you can. Yeah. Okay, stop being a dick then.